2: Yo, chicken's so crispy Sauce so sweet Del, tacos,
3: your tacos Make crispy leaves A crispy chicken taco With honey and mango Del, you make my
0: Slide into Del Taco for the Honey Mango
4: Crispy Chicken Taco. Del Taco's newest crispy chicken taco is just $1.
2: Price and participation
4: may vary. Live from the River Spirit Expo in Tulsa, Oklahoma, this is the Sage Fruit Chili Bowl Nationals Pit Party by Winged Nation and Rip the Fence. Now, live from the pits, here are Steve Post, Tyler Burnett, Dylan Welch, and Hannah Newhouse.
1: Hey, 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 it's the Chili Bowl, and we are here live. All right, all right. Is everyone have a good time? Oh, come on. This is, here we go. Okay, the crowd is gathering in here, and we are set to go. We're so glad you joined us. Rip the Fence and Wing Nation getting together for the Sage Fruit Chili Bowl pre-race pit party, and we are locked in with a great group of guests. I'm Steve Post from Wing Nation. Tyler Burnett, Dylan Welch from Rip the Fence, and- Hannah Newhouse from NASCAR Coast to Coast all going to be here. And we're going to talk to the drivers. What a lineup we have. We have Jonathan Beeson coming up a little bit later on. David Gravel, Zach Dom Blake Hawn, Cole Bodine going to join us. Connor Daly, Tanner Thorson, Andy Michener, Logan Seavey, Dave Darlin. We have got them locked in. And we are set to go. We're glad you joined us here at the River City Expo. And we're glad you're joining us on Facebook Live, on Racing Boys, and on Wing Nation. And we are set to go. Dylan? We've been talking about this. You, you're a regular here. You, of course, <laughs> had a pretty good preliminary night. I am telling you what, you, you you exaggerated about this place, but, boy, you didn't know lying. This is phenomenal. Yeah, I, I mean, those. it's.
5: Uh, I can't believe it's your first time here, yeah. first of all. That's yeah, uh, unreal. Yeah, wow. no, I love this, love this place and uh, love this event and glad that – we're being able to do a show here. It's going to be a lot of fun. Exactly,
1: and we get to hang out with celebrities and royalty and great drivers. We've got a, the People's Champ and a Monday Night Champ here joining us right off the top. We'll start off with the People's Champ, Dave Darling. Hey man, how are you? Man, Steve's excited. It is. That's cool. It's good. Good, <laughs> good. fun. Good well, fun. Welcome, I was, to Chili Bowl. Oh, it's but, great. Uh, this my twenty-first. Twenty-first one. All right, and you go Friday tomorrow night, right? Correct. What do you do? What do you do between? What have you been doing? Just watching the track and watching things.
6: Yep, watching the Keith Coons cars. <laughs> uh, how
1: about that? Yeah.
6: Yeah, they've been. uh you know, for a lot of years and a lot of uh races, not just Chili Bowl, they they're exciting to watch. They got some great race car drivers and some good cars and yeah. uh been studying
1: them a little bit. Absolutely, there we go. He's the people champ, the Monday night champ joins us, Logan C V. Hey man, congratulations. It has gotta be nice to be locked in and locked and loaded for that eight main
7: Yeah, I mean any time you're in this building you're uh, you're having fun and uh, but to be locked into Saturday is a pretty, pretty cool feeling. So uh, last year I had to make it out of a B, but tonight <laughs> we're just uh, hanging out and going to wait until Saturday and go race.
5: And, Logan, last year you you came here and made your first start in Keith's car at this race. How has it been different having a full year racing for Keith under your belt and, and coming back this year?
7: Uh, I mean, for the most part, it's just confidence, uh, you know, in myself. Um, you know, last year uh, uh, with Keith and them being the first race with Keith and Pete and that, that whole team, it's uh, there's a lot of pressure, you know, in these – you know, obviously they got the best cars here in the pit area, pit area and they're proving it this this year. So um, it's just a lot of pressure. Now I'm kind of just more comfortable being around the team and being in the race cars. And I know, um, you know, I'm, I know what I'm getting myself into every time I hit the racetrack, and that's just the key, really. So um, really, just self-confidence and uh,
1: yeah, just, just knowing how good my race car really was. Dave Logan talking about confidence and comfort. You've been doing this for a long time. How important is this mind game? Confidence, comfort. How important is that as a race car driver?
6: It is important. You know, got to, you got to be confident in yourself and uh, yeah. your equipment, and you know, it, uh, it it spills over to you know racetrack performance. You know, uh, having your own confidence is. Uh, you know, it was a nice step in the right direction. Boy, certainly is. That's for sure. Dave, do you feel as confident now as you did your first one 21 years ago? Sure, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I got a great race car down there, driving for uh, you know Dave and Matt up or my or my team, and uh, they got a great uh, race car down there for me. You know, if everything goes right, but uh, just got to have a lot of luck to go along with all that great stuff I I'm driving. So if everything goes well, we got a just as good a chance as Logan does. Has anything changed since your first one? Oh yeah. <laughs> Twice as many cars yep. to start with, but, you know. There's only three days and uh, 150 cars here 21 years ago. Now, now we got this, but it's it's a great event. I enjoy coming, and I uh,
1: look forward to it every year. While we're here at the River City Expo, if you have a question, we have got Hannah Newhouse from NASCAR Coast to Coast. She is out in amongst the crowd, so Hannah's over there. Give us air, and so if you have a question, wave at Hannah, and she'll uh, fire that question off, and we'll have a chance to talk to some of these drivers. we got a good crowd gathering here, so really, really nice, really, really neat. Logan, yeah. uh, we, we, we talked to Dave about what he's doing, watching the Keith Coons cars since Monday night, knowing you're locked in. What's uh, beyond the relief? What's your what's your nighttime's been like following races? How are you watching? What are you doing?
7: Yeah, like Dave said, I'm really just uh, watching my teammates because they're, they're the guys to watch. I feel like um, You know, tonight we got Christopher, and he's definitely going to be the one to watch. He's won this race the last last two years, and um, you know, I think uh, you know we just have really good race cars. We already have three locked in, and um, every every car that's locked in the show so far has a TRD motor, also, so that just makes it uh, that much cooler. And. Um, you know I think it proves that those those are uh, you know the dominant engine at the moment without giving too much away what's it like to
5: drive one of Keith's cars around this place cuz like there's videos of, of Christopher and Kyle from earlier this week and it looks like they're just so easy to drive around here You can give away as much as you want <laughs>
7: <laughs> Yeah you know grow- But your
5: boss is standing over there so I don't want to get you in trouble
7: <laughs> Growing up watching starting when I started watching midget races um you know you watch those cars and you see the way they drive, and they do react differently than other cars you see. And it's, um, you know, I was talking to uh, Christopher about it, and it's like it, when you get in it and drive it for the first time, it feels exactly how you watch, it, exactly how it looks when it's on the racetrack. And um, it's a cool feeling when you, when you can feel your car and you know that it's that good, you know, and you can see or you can feel exactly what you visualize. And um, it's just a weird feeling to have it all come together
1: that, that way. Dave, when we talk about it, we talk about the mega teams, Keith Coons and the Clausen Marshall and that sort of thing. Um, the 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 health, the state of the sport, the state of midget racing. Uh, obviously, it looks good here at the Chili Bowl. Um, the, these mega teams. What has that meant to you as a racer competing against them? What's what's that been like? And, and is it is the level of competition different now, or is it just looking a little different? How how was well,
6: well, you know, the level of competition. You know, Keith, all summer long, every race has three or four cars there. That, you know. You know, to beat any of them is pretty tough, let alone you know all of them. Or, but uh, like you mentioned, uh, the Colson team over there—they got a great team too. And uh, there's you know the boat team and uh, Bob Bobby's (laughs) team. I mean, the uh, the midget racing is pretty healthy right now. There's lots of good race cars, lots of good drivers, and uh, you know my team too. As I keep mentioning, they they, they're very new in the sport. They you know three months ago they didn't own anything. Now they got three great teams down there racing and lots of parts and uh, just a great team. So. So, know, we're not going to do a whole big schedule next summer, but we're going to c- compete with the, uh, the, the big team as much as we can and have some fun and hopefully beat them a few times.
1: Three months ago, they had nothing, and here you are at the Chili Bowl with a three-car team. My gosh, can you describe what that's been like, pulling that all together and <laughs> putting it all together?
6: Well, you know, I've been uh, sitting on the couch getting phone calls. I know calls you have. <laughs> I know you have. Exactly.
1: But your guys, that's got to be amazing. Yeah. yeah.
6: Yeah, they work hard, and they, they do a good job. they got the right people. We've got Donnie Gentry down there calling the calls on, uh, you know, what – bars and what the, the turning the wrenches yeah, i should yeah. say and uh you know billy guest back there putting the thing together back to shop along with uh, a couple other guys that do a that do a great job so I, i'm confident in the car, car being uh built right and and uh with with the right uh attitude when i get to the racetrack so that they do a good nice. job and uh, make my confidence level you know all that much better nice well, and thomas meserall won in that car at du so that has to help too right correct yep yeah. yeah him winning there was a good boost in the in the arm for the team so you know that, that that's got us all excited to to go racing again dave you've been racing obviously a long time
5: does this that event now. yes wow. <laughs> i know i know you and i've had this conversation before though but <laughs> what about an event like this you know still gets you excited and and, and you know want to compete in it
6: yeah yeah i there's a bunch of uh, races during the year that I'm excited about. And my sprint car team next year going to run for the Briscoes Some next summer. Uh, that's ex- super excited about that. And uh, this uh, midget for this E-Step team, you know, like, like I mentioned, we're going to run somewhere between t- 10 and 20 races this summer. So uh, I've got a good, couple of good teams to drive forward this summer. I'm looking forward to it, and uh, I still get it just as excited as I always have to come to the big events with a good, uh, a good opportunity, a good team. What about you, Logan, racing against this guy? Does he
7: intimidate you at all, ever? Uh, I don't know if in, actually we're not going to talk about Kokomo, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, one of my first yeah, let's call, I talk think about my Pokemon. first my first print car race. I think um, my first print car race in Indiana. Like I said, I, I was just uh, you know I just watched the videos from home, and next thing I know, I'm in Indiana, and like I'm racing with Dave Darling. Like
1: <laughs> yeah, <that's>, wow.
7: <laughs> and it was just like I remember pacing around there, and i just didn't know didn't even know what to think. And luckily, you know, the race went well, it ran good, and. Um, I think Dave won, I believe. I can't remember. Yeah, it was at Bloomington. Probably that might have been a different You won at Bloomington last year, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I think Dave won the race. So
1: Imagine that. <laughs> Dave Garland <laughs> won in a race. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but,
7: but anyways, yeah, it is pretty cool. To, you know, Like I said, I was just just a fan, and now here I am racing with all these guys. It's uh, pretty cool for me
1: what uh I had a chance to watch you run the nascar the truck race at Old Door. you got a chance to lead. what is your plan for this year do you have stuff what, what do you have lined up as we look at 2019 beyond the chili bowl um you know right
7: now i just have uh just my dirt races uh right. kind of the same schedule as i did this year and um you know i'm just kind of going with that just trying to win as many dirt races as i can obviously i'm um, we have a great backing with TRD and, um, you know, they allow me to do a lot of things. And luckily, or, as you guys saw this year, I got to do a lot more than I even expected with my first year with them. And um, as of now, I really don't have any information. They don't—they uh, keep it kind of a secret from me or maybe they just don't even know. But uh, right now, I'm just happy to, you know, be driv- driving great race cars with Keith and Toyota and, uh, you know, just try to win as much as possible. And if, uh, if I, thi- I think if I can keep winning, hopefully, hopefully yeah. more will come. But right now, yeah, like I said, I don't really have any information, I just go race my race my midget. <laughs> and you
5: started racing non-wing sprint cars too a little bit this summer, as you mentioned. What uh, what kind of challenges did that present as, as a new kind of or newer form of racing to you?
7: Yeah, like uh, like Dave's gonna do this year. I ran for Chase last year, and uh, you know it's just an awesome family. I'm just glad that I got the opportunity to do that, and um, it's just a huge challenge. Just racing in Indiana, racing with the USAC guys, and um, even though it's sprint car and a midget isn't a huge difference for me coming from outlaw cars. A really small car, and then you try to get in a sprint car. It's a lot bigger, and even a midget. So, um, for the most part, it was just trying to race, trying to learn how to drive a sprint car, different than you have to drive a midget. And uh, that was my biggest challenge. But luckily, we had a few good runs, and um, you know, hopefully, I'll be able to
1: get do some more uh, in 2019. Dave, can you? describe this type of racing here at the chili bowl i i i spend all the time i do a lot of wing stuff uh, with wing nation and and i've talked to donnie shots about this style of racing i talked to david gravel last night who had a pretty good night along the way how do you describe this style of racing the chili bowl and is it is it similar to outdoor stuff or is this unique to itself
6: uh it's pretty unique in in itself but it is uh pretty similar to the outdoor stuff i mean it's a great little racetrack for an indoor indoor track i mean it's got grip it's got a cushion it's got a bottom i mean it's uh it's a great event it's and it's uh it's one that we certainly all look forward to every year, and it's it's got good potential of having great racing every night, which we've seen so for many years, and uh, it's a good event. You know, we this is a it's it's definitely unique, but it's yeah. uh, you know it gets us prepared for. Summer
1: getting set to go—that's for sure. Again, those of you here at the River City Expo, if you have a question, Hannah Newhouse is out there. Wave everyone, wave to Hannah, and uh, get uh, and, and flag her down. And if you have a question for one of these guys or any of our guests coming up, you can uh, do that, and we'll, uh, we'll we'll grab you out there and uh, just uh, just uh, go from there along the way. Um, Hannah, your first uh, your first chili bowl too, right? We got a bunch.
8: Yeah, I think we're a whole rookie team here for the most part. I've never been here. Dylan convinced me to come, and then here I am hanging out with you guys. it's
1: Dylan's fault, okay? It's Dylan's fault. Yes,
8: everything from here on out, we're blaming on Dylan. Well, it's all right. It's all
1: right. Yeah, exactly. Are you enjoying it?
6: Are you enjoying
8: it? I, I've only <laughs> been here probably 20 minutes. Oh, okay. yeah. so after Just this, landed. I get yeah. to explore, but I'm still in awe. Yeah. I wasn't sure what to expect. I'm asphalt through and through, so
1: that's cool. Learning experience, oh, for me. It is cool. This is amazing. It absolutely is. Yeah, and, it is. Uh, Just look
6: down through there, see all the stuff oh, and the racetrack really. and all the people. It's great.
1: I, you know, the the the, the, the pay per view and our friends Racing Boys. They do a great job. By the way, if you don't have pay per view tonight, go grab it. Racing Boys. They do a great job in it. MAV TV on Saturday night. They do a great job as well, but man, you just—I'm telling you—as a guy that's watched it for years and years, you just can't visualize what it's like to be here. I'm—I'm I'm amazed how big the racetrack is uh, because indoor racing usually—usually usually it's just—it's it, it's a hockey rink, basically, right? And uh, but, but Dave, it, it is. This is a track comparable size-wise, probably to some outdoor outdoor racetracks.
6: It is. Yeah, it's uh, like you say. It's not as small as some of the other ones, and it's got, the, like I mentioned before, it's got grip, you know, of yeah, the other tracks are, you know, hard to get a hold of. So this thing here's got some grip, and it's a good size for, a, you know, a midget. It's, uh, it's just about the right size and, and shape, and they, they do a great job of building the track with the berm down there where you can use it a little bit, but not too much. So they do a great job of preparing this place for uh, you know, a good midget show.
1: It's amazing. It really is. And uh, we appreciate you guys joining us along the way. Dave, best of luck tomorrow night. You go out there for your prelim night. See if you can lock it in. Thank you, Steve. How about it? Uh, Logan? Or uh, <laughs> Yeah, Logan, exactly. I'll I tell you what, I, I went the whole time and I said I'm going to call him Tyler. I don't know why I'm going to call him <laughs> Tyler. And I called him the right name and I thought I got it wrong. See, then I double-clutched. Uh, 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 congratulations on the win and we wish you the best on Saturday night. Thanks. Thanks for having us. How about it, everybody? You can make some noise here in the crowd. There we go. All right, all right. It is Logan CV and Dave Darlin. When we come back, Andy Mitchner and Tanner, or when we come back, Zach Dom and uh, Tanner Thorson going to join us. I want to mention a couple of our friends, of course. We appreciate Sage Fruit. It's the Sage Fruit Chili Bowl National Pit Party. They're our primary sponsor of this. Thanks to Brian Hobart with the uh, Chili Bowl for all of his work. And Racing Boys, they're the ones with the cameras. They're the ones bringing you the show if you're not here. And so we thank and we love the Racing Boys as well. We need to step away when we come back. Tanner Thorson and Zach Dom, they join us next. Sage Fruit is a high-quality grower, packer, and shipper of Washington State's finest apples, pears, and cherries. The Sage Fruit Company has been attending the Chili Bowl for the last 20 years and has been a proud sponsor of Sprint Cars for the last 16. The Sage Fruit Company works to deliver an exceptional eating experience with its products and values our relationships with race fans, the Chili Bowl, and Wing Nation. Eat healthy. Ask for Sage Fruit at your local grocer. Drydeen's
2: all-technology engine oils and fluids are proud to introduce Drydeen Diesel all Def. Instilled with Drydeen's heritage of performance and built for the demands of the 21st century, Drydeen Diesel all Def is perfect for owners and operators of on-road and off-road diesel trucks and cars that now require diesel exhaust fluid. Drydeen, official motor oil and official diesel exhaust fluid of the world of outlaws. As always, American-owned and operated. Visit DryDean.com for more information.
4: This is the Sagefruit Chili Bowl Nationals Pit Party by Winged Nation and Rip the Fence. Back to Steve Post, Dylan Welch, Tyler Burnett, and Hannah Newhouse.
9: Welcome back to the Chili Bowl. We're live here on Facebook Live Racing. Boys, thank you so much for putting us on. And, of course, Sagefruit for having us here at the Chili Bowl Nationals. I'm Tyler Burnett, Dylan Welch. Uh, of course, we're the hosts of Rip the Fence. Steve Post, you just heard in the first segment, and now, now we're joined by Tanner Thorson, who won the Viroc race, and then, of course, Zach Dom, who locked in to the prelim night, uh, locked in for the second place finish in your prelim night, right, Zach? And yep. then uh, you're going to be in the A main. So, guys, what's up? How you doing?
10: Good, good. How are you guys?
9: Great. A little rough at last night, you know, having some fun, <laughs> but we're doing good today. Uh, Tanner, let's talk about the Viroc first. Um, just an impressive run you guys bring one car here fast right off the truck and and dominate that race
10: yeah you know a lot goes out to my car owner he uh, gave us a mission and he told us to get the best of the best and we did that so uh you know we've been working really hard with Willie Kane and Stan racing engines to to get a good package and uh, I think we have and Zach
5: you guys obviously you always run well here but last couple of years, maybe have some up and down issues that kind of set you back. How good does it feel just to have a solid night and, and put the thing in the show for Saturday?
11: No, that's good. We, uh, you know, last year we was racing for a transfer for a lock-in deal and got caught up with a lap car and that kind of sucked and couldn't get through the B last year. So. Uh. It's good just to be locked in. It feels good, and weekend uh, just been tinkering around my race car and uh, trying to make it a little bit better. Well, and you've got a couple other cars too that
5: you uh, you know that you own or that are uh, you know that are rental rides. So uh, how's that looking? How's everybody doing so far? The rest of the week.
11: Yeah, uh, we should be okay. We got uh, Foster goes tonight, and then uh, my wild card Jimmy
9: goes tomorrow. So. Uh, we'll see how uh, we'll see how that goes (laughs) for sure well we have of course a facebook live audience we have an audience out here hannah newhouse is here with us gonna ask some questions so throw some questions at us first for the facebook live audience uh, tell us what the chili bowl is like guys i mean you guys come here all the time you're here all week um it's a party just like we're having a party here uh talking to you guys but but it's also great racing probably the best racing you're gonna see
10: yeah definitely you know i think this is the biggest event of the year um along with Knoxville Nationals, but for the Midget guys, this is this is our Knoxville. So uh, it's definitely my favorite event to come to. There's nothing like turning the, turning the corner down there, getting down the ramp, and seeing the crowd out there. I mean, it brings kind of goosebumps to you, and uh, like I said, it's one of my favorite events of the year.
5: And Tanner, you've probably had one of, if not the best car here the last couple of years. Obviously, a different ride for you this year, but what's your confidence level like, especially now after winning the Race of Champions on Tuesday?
10: Yeah, I'd like to say it's pretty high, you know. Um, the race of champions race has got a lot of good competition in it. And, uh, to be able to beat, you know, Keith Coons, um, all the guys that are in that group, you know, is pretty awesome. Um, just says a lot about our team and what we brought, you know, Keith obviously brings the class of the act all, every year. And, uh, I'd like to say you know my car's right up there with them. How much
5: stock really do you put into how things go in that race for your prelim night and for Saturday?
10: You know, I'd say a lot based on setup. You know, Um, just kind of get a free little rain there, especially for our uh, our prelim night. Um, But you know, I'm going to take my prelim night as a new night and not really worry about it. You know, it's cool. We a little bit of a confidence booster, but it definitely I think is going to help in the long run.
9: Dom, you of course have won a prelim night before. Um, You're locked into the A. This race has to mean probably more to any more than any race that you race uh, throughout the year. Isn't it you pre- prepare for this all year?
11: Yeah, more or less. I mean, we built a car that only races here. And that's spent a stupid amount of money on it and a stupid, stupid amount of time. But uh, been coming here, I think, probably 20 years. Uh, we used to race quarter midgets in a couple of the buildings around here, did the shootout. I mean, been coming here forever. And it's, you know, like he said, when you roll down the ramp on Saturday night, you get goosebumps and you get a little nervous. And... It's uh, there's no better feeling than that. So uh, you know, it'd just be be nice to win one on Saturday and have that feeling. Well, and you you guys are both veterans of of the Saturday Night Show. I mean, do you still? Do the goosebumps still come back every year? Even even after you've made the show a few years? Yeah, I I, I get them every year. i mean, I'm, I know Bell's been a nervous wreck before, and you know Tanner Tanner acts like nothing phases him. But uh.
10: <laughs> if any of these drivers ever tell you they're not nervous, they're lying straight to your face. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> so it's. I don't know it's pretty crazy the feeling you have especially a main time on Saturday it's there's nothing like it no no matter any other event we go to there's nothing like this one so
9: obviously Tanner you still have to race uh Dom you're in the A so what's kind of the difference like if you have to start say I don't know D or C and you have to work your way through what's the difference in mindset knowing you're locked in rather than you probably had to race through the alphabet soup before haven't you
11: yeah I've come from the C to make the show one year and that's uh, um that's tough to do and especially nowadays it's just getting it's getting tougher and tougher to the, all these cars are so good, all the drivers are so good. So to think you're gonna come from the, the C or the D and make the show is a it's a big feat, you know, and it's uh it's real tough. So um just to be locked in that that feeling is, is good and we can you know, I can just give him shit all week or, you know, I can kind of <laughs> make sure he gets in, you know, and um, yeah, hopefully he does.
9: Oh, he's in, right, because you won the ViRock.
10: Yeah, but we're not going to go off of that. No, you know? you're not? You're going to win the 3 st- I, I hope, yeah, hopefully put a stop to Keith Coons um, winning every night. But, uh, you know, it's not a good feeling coming from the C-Main. I've came from the C-Main, I think second row in the C-Main for the last four years and ran fourth. So, um, hopefully I can lock it in and hopefully pick up another win.
5: But you know you can do it if you have to, so that's a good feeling.
10: Yeah, definitely. You know, but it's still not a good feeling. Yes, no, I know. At all. Yes, (laughs) because anything can happen. There's this race is more about luck than anything, I'd say.
9: Tanner, let's talk about your team. Uh, Where do they come from? Um, What's kind of their background? And they brought two midgets here this weekend.
10: Um, From Sacramento, California, Clyde Lamar. um, He's owned a sprint car for over 52 years. So his background's wing racing, and you know he's. He's a diehard race fan. He wants to race everywhere he can. And, uh, you know, I came to him and, and approached him about building a midget, and I don't even think he thought about it for a second. He said, how much? And let's do it. So um, got together with him and, and built a midget, and, you know, he's loved it ever since. I've never seen a bigger smile on his face than coming down from the first race of Indiana Midget Week, and he's like, this is racing, you know. <laughs> so um, pretty cool, you know, to kind of get, kinda get a, a strictly a wing team into midget racing and be this competitive
5: for sure. Well, and you guys, you won a couple of races earlier this summer as well. So um, I know that probably helps the confidence too when you come here. And it's a new team, but you guys know you can compete to win.
10: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I got some of the best people around me as far as, you know, manufacturers and my crew and everybody. You know, I got the biggest support team that I can have, you know, and the best support team for me.
5: And Zach, you've been racing uh, down in New Zealand this winter, so you're still fresh. Some of these other guys that you know, there's a, there was a good amount of them that were down there, but uh, but you're still relatively fresh and haven't really taken kind of an off-season break as you get ready to come here.
11: No, no, and I think that just you do all the little things right when you don't get out of the seat. You know, your restarts are good, and um, just all the little things that, your that hearing's um, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hearing's real good. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, you know, that stuff's fun, and uh, you know, it's a little bit of an off-season. Little bit of an all season down there. You only race once a week until the uh, international deal. But, um, you know, it's good to have a little break and drink a little beer and then have a, little, have a little fun racing and keeps you in the seat for here.
9: And you have multiple cars out here, so I'm sure you're working really hard all week long to get some of these cars prepared. Yeah,
11: yeah. Between, um, between staying up too late and uh, too, too early in the mornings here, we're, uh,
9: we're, we'll be dragging ass tomorrow, but uh, well, it's all worth it. <laughs> for sure. So when you roll out um, to the main event, you guys are both obviously going to be in the main event what's it like what, what's the feeling rolling down that ramp going for 55 laps and trying to win the biggest race there probably is in dirt racing you know minus probably the knoxville nationals they're probably comparable but midgets and sprint cars i mean the biggest midget racer is for sure
11: oh yeah yeah it's uh knoxville pays just a little bit more than yeah. here but uh <laughs> you know it's uh i think the feeling i mean i'm sure donnie would probably trade one of his knoxville wins for a chili bowl win just one of them right yeah just one
10: what about you, Tanner? You Tanner? know. I thought, it, you know, this race, like I said, kind of gives you goosebumps when you roll down and turn the corner and see the crowd, see the lights off and see everybody's phones out and stuff. I'd say that's probably the biggest thing. And I feel like will might have ruined it a little bit last year with not really having us roll down on the racetrack, you know. So that kind of took a little bit of pressure, I feel, off of you and kind of let you relax a little bit longer, you know. But uh, I like that goosebump feeling. It's pretty cool. Um, like I said, it's nothing like it.
9: Well, you guys are going to watch some racing tonight. Who do you guys got?
10: Tonight? I got Golubic.
9: Golubic, all right. I'm putting my money you, on Golubic. I uh, hope my car. Hope Foster wins. But, <laughs> Foster. Uh, if he does that, that'll be a pretty big upset. <laughs> all right. Thanks so much for you guys coming on. Uh, it's been a good time. How about a round of applause for Zach Dom, Tanner Thorson? Congrats on being in the A Main and good luck. Thank you. Thank you. Saturday, guys. Thanks. This is the Sage Fruit Pit Party here at the Chili Bowl Nationals by Rip Defense and Wing Nation. We're going to take a break. We'll be back shortly here from the Chili Bowl. <laughs>
1: Sage Fruit is a high quality grower, packer, and shipper of Washington State's finest apples, pears, and cherries. The Sage Fruit Company has been attending the Chili Bowl for the last 20 years and has been a proud sponsor of sprint cars for the last 16. The Sage Fruit Company works to deliver an exceptional eating experience with its products and values our relationships with race fans, the Chili Bowl, and Wing Nation. Eat healthy? Ask for Sage Fruit at your local grocer.
0: Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires will get you there. Whether you're running on dirt or running a job, our dependable, high-quality tires are the perfect fit for your needs. For unmatched value, selection, and warranty with industry-leading road hazard protection, there's only one choice, Hercules Tires. To learn more, visit HerculesTire.com or call 800-677-9535. Hercules Tires, right on our strength.
4: Welcome back to the Sage Fruit Chili Bowl Nationals Pit Party by Winged Nation and Rip the Fence. Here are Steve Post, Dylan Welch, Tyler Burnett, and Hannah Newhouse.
1: All right, everyone, yeah, let's go. Let's make some noise here. Let's make some noise. We're getting set for John Christopher Night, uh, John Christopher Trucking Night at the Chili Bowl. We are so glad you joined us. It is Rip the Fence and Winged Nation here at the Sage Fruit Chili Bowl National Pit Party, and we have got two amazing stories right now to tell you. I don't even know where I'm going to begin with andy uh andy minster is here racing again a uh, good to see you man how are you
12: yeah i'm doing good thank you for having me on okay
1: what in the wide world of sports brought you back to racing here and coming to the chili bowl
12: well with my age i'm gonna call it midlife crisis probably <laughs> but uh chili bowl has always been on my on my bucket list but we just never um never could get it done because we had the hoosier dome and then phoenix for the copper world you yeah. know shortly after that so uh yeah david bird i was um i was Kind of sitting on the beach in florida and he called up and he wanted to do the chili bowl and i was like absolutely Flyer. so Flyer. after i got done off the phone
1: i was like what did i just sign up for but uh <laughs> yeah
12: it all came together and it, uh yeah it's uh, it's it's everything that everybody said it is it's a great time
1: alongside another great story cole bodine picking up the ride with Mel marshall racing um What's your thoughts as you get ready to go for your biggest race? I know Andy said bucket list. I know it's your bucket list. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about your story. But right now, just what's your thoughts as you're uh, uh, getting close to getting locked into that A-Main? I
13: mean, this, is, uh, this has been incredible. I mean, from the beginning, I mean, just working here last year was uh, was awesome. And, I mean, being able to race this year for uh, such, a, such a high-talented team and uh, be able to um, have a good spot in my B-Main here come Saturday, hopefully we can lock it in and uh, get that thing in and be a dream come true for me.
9: I echo what Steve Post said. You guys are both phenomenal stories. Um, of course, you made an Indy 500 start, um, You know, an impressive career so far. Then you had a really bad injury. Um, and then now you're back racing at the Chili Bowl for the first time ever. Cole <laughs> wrenches on Clausen Marshall's Racing's cars. And um, Zeb Wise got hurt last year, and he got a chance to get in the car. And now he's here. And he finished, what, third last night? Uh, was it third? Yeah. Uh, yeah, third, right? I guess that's right. Yeah. Um, just an impressive story from both of you guys. Andy, I want to start with you. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it like racing on
12: dirt? I mean, you haven't done it, have you? Yeah, it's my last one was, uh, I think, 16th Street Speedway in 98. Uh, and it's funny, it's ironic. My first USAC win was in Hanford on dirt. And then my last one was, in the midget side of it, was at 16th Street Speedway. Uh, cars certainly changed, more horsepower. Um, and it's, uh, but when, you, when I sat in it, it was just like I, was, I never left. So that's that's a good thing about it, but the talent, uh, you know, certainly is is you know really really strong here in, in obviously Chili Bowl, but short track racing in general. I've been keeping an eye on it, and uh, yeah, so I'm I'm taking it all in, having a good time.
9: Cole, you raced at Indianapolis this year, um, and then of course you're here at the Chili Bowl, two huge races, and your career is just now taking off. What's it like? What's it like to be Cole boat on right now?
13: I mean, it's uh, it's felt really cool. I've kind of you know I've seen a. Uh, I'm kind of all over social media and stuff, but, but it's uh, it's really cool. I mean, uh, you know, to be where I am right now, uh, it's kind of a dream come true. I'd never really uh, dreamed it'd kind of go this well for me this year. My main goal was just to make the A main on prelim night, and now knowing I have a shot to try and make the A main on Saturday, is uh, it's really cool.
1: Locked yes. into the front of the B main is, is cool. If you have a question here, we've got Hannah Newhouse. Raise your hand. If you've got a question, raise your hand. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Yeah, don't be shy. Exactly. Yeah, indeed. Cole, um, I was at the PRI show earlier, back in December, okay, and uh, you received, which which helped you along the way to get into this, the Tony Elliott Scholarship. What does that mean to you getting that scholarship that has allowed you and helped with this opportunity? What does that meant to you?
13: I mean, I, I followed uh, Wyndham, who had it last year, and I mean, I didn't really know much about it, but I kind of looked into it, and I mean, the, uh, the Tony Elliott Foundation is incredible. I mean, yeah. the amount they do just on and off the track for people. Uh, especially up-and-coming racers who are trying to make that next step. And um, I'm truly uh, honored that uh, they chose me. Um, and, I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to make her proud. And uh, she <laughs> she was tickled last night, and uh, hopefully we can keep it that way.
9: Yep. It's great to have your name on an award with Tony Elliott on it. Um, Andy, we've seen Connor Daly here, Landon Castle. Um, guys trying this for the first time ever. Yeah. Why all of a sudden are you guys doing this? I mean, is it just because... We got 300 cars here, and you want to see the excitement, or what?
12: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, if, if anybody is anybody here, you know, at the Chili Bowl, I think it's just, you know, it's such a prestigious event. Um, you know, with, I don't know about, you know, Connor and everything, but, um, you know, I think anytime you can get seat time um, is it, good, especially this time of year. But, uh, yeah, it's just such a prestigious event that I've always wanted to run and um, just never had a chance to do it until now.
1: Andy, one of the things that fascinates me about the event is the diversity. You have a, a Tim McCready who's a dirt late model superstar, dirt modified superstar. You got the NASCAR guys, you got the midget guys, and the sprint car drive. Mm-hmm. Are, are you are, are you uh, a race fan? You say you were sitting on the beach. Are you a race fan? Is it is it, is it what's it like to to see the Alex Bowman's, Christopher Bell's, Kyle Larson's this type of racer? So what's that like for you to see them uh, to race against them?
12: Well, it's, it's you know it's. I, I don't know that much about them other sure. than watching, you know, on the, uh, on the NASCAR side exactly. of it. But um, you know, the, the talent that those guys had that you just mentioned is is beyond anything that I could ever imagine when I was running. Um, yes. You know, especially the amount of races that they do. So, you know, just to be out there with them, be out, you know, with everybody, all 349, you know, people here, uh, it's pretty impressive. Yes, A lot of is. fun. A lot of fun.
1: Of course,
9: the voice you just heard is Andy Michener, uh, Indy 500 start. You know, successful USAC career, 19 USAC wins. Colbo Nine's just getting his start um, this year in a midget were, are you surprised that right now you're the best finisher for Clarkson, Clarkson, uh, Clarkson Marshall racing so far I mean we're on Thursday and you're the best finisher so far
13: yeah I wasn't, uh, wasn't really expecting that at all but uh, I mean we still got a few more guys to go and uh, I mean I have uh, full confidence in them that they can hopefully get a few more locked in.
1: You talk about uh, you, you've talked about um, the um, social media aspect of it, and then you see you got NOS on, uh, on as far as it is. What's that like for a young guy being on social media, seeing social media? Do you, do you ever see something that just kind of makes you like, makes you wonder what's that like? I mean, uh, I've, I'm sure that I'm sure not used to it at all. Yeah. But Like the uh,
13: thing that really stuck out to me was that uh, Jeff Gluck he uh, interviewed me yesterday and uh, he wrote a story and I thought that was uh, that was really cool. I mean, knowing a uh, He's a pretty well-known uh, in the side of NASCAR and all that for riding, and uh, to make one of his stories is uh, it's really cool.
1: Indeed. I, I want to follow on that a little bit. Your story, and, and I talked to, to Tim and uh, and Richard, both your, your team owners, I talked to them. Um, and-, and one of the things they shared with me is that you actually showed up at the shop uh, last summer, or showed up at the shop a year, year and a half ago, and just started volunteering, and then finally got on the payroll and everything like that. Uh, hard work you don't you don't bring a checkbook you just bring hard work and a good work ethic is what their message was and how they how they put that together um how rewarding is it to know all of those mornings sitting there in the parking lot waiting for the shop to open you didn't even have a key is what they told me sitting there waiting how rewarding is it now to, to to see yourself behind the wheel of one of these cars
13: i mean it it feels uh it feels really good i mean i'm i'm so excited to be racing for this team and it really makes the all the hard work and you know just putting your head down and digging and uh, it, It really pays off now that finally it's all coming together.
9: Yeah, and there was a tweet last night. Cole woke up this morning and was working on Chris Wyndham's car in the (laughs) garage area after he finished third last night. We got a question. Hannah Newhouse, we got a question, I guess?
8: Yeah, we actually had a question from... In the crowd, they wanted to know what's been the biggest safety improvements that have come in the last couple of years, specifically within midget racing between
1: wow.
10: Hans's and that kind of stuff.
1: Wow, Cole, we'll start with you, and then Andy will follow up with you on that because you've got a little different perspective, Andy, than, than Cole does, obviously. Yeah, I think on the uh, on the dirt side of
13: things, they kind of put the uh, the halo. Uh, it's uh, there's like a lot more uh, frame improvements that they did for all the dirt side of things, and uh, the seats, the uh, full containment seats, are uh, really a big thing now, and I think that's a that's a big uh, safety improvement that they've.
1: Made. Andy, Super. when you look at it, you talk about you know racing years and years ago at Sixteenth Street. What have you noticed from the safety perspective that, that's different now than, than back in the day?
12: Yeah, I mean, especially you know starting with the midget side of it or the open wheels, a uh, full containment seat, right? Um, that's that's huge. Um, you know, I think you know they keep on progressing on it. Um, back in the day when I was racing, we didn't have soft walls, uh, didn't, <laughs> didn't have Hans devices, so. Uh, yeah, I tried a couple times to, to knock it down, never, never succeeded. It kind of got the best of me. But, yeah, I just think, you know, between the Hans devices, um, you know, the uh, full containment seat side of it for, for the open wheel side is, is, is huge.
9: Obviously, Cole, your livelihood is working on these race cars, but I kind of want to ask Andy this. Have you got a chance to work on the cars? You know, at least maybe take the mud plugs off or something? I mean, are you fascinated with how cool these cars are?
12: They are. The only thing that they let me touch is put, put my seat in. Um, okay. and, and other than that, uh, but, y- you know, everything, it's just the shock technology, you know, with, since, you know, when I ran and everything else like that is just, you know, so, so far out of my league that I just kind of leave that to them. But, uh, you know, and the horsepower and the engines that, that they have today, too. So, um, but other than that, just uh, everything, you know, when I sat in, I was telling an, another guy um, earlier today, when, you, when I sat in it for the first time, it was, it was like I never left. Um, so it was, it was pretty cool.
9: Cool, you, Cole, you uh, race micros. Uh, did you ever race the Tulsa Shootout? Oh uh, yeah, I've. I've so done you've that. been here before. so yeah, this I've isn't been here The quite big a stage bit. for you. <laughs> yeah.
13: and this is definitely a lot bigger stage than the Tulsa Shootout, but it's kind of nice, you know, coming here for that. I mean, actually getting on the track, and I mean, I know the cars from a micro to a midget are completely different, but it's just kind of nice being on the track and it makes you a little more comfortable in my opinion
1: little seat time that's for sure well gentlemen uh, we certainly uh, wish you the best as we continue on with the week as uh, you guys roll along we've got uh, uh, of course um, Cole you finished third so you're right up the front of the B main along the way and Andy uh you got some work to do. Got some got, got a little <laughs> got, work to do. Got a lot of work to do. A lot of work Didn't to go do. as planned, but uh <laughs> you know, nevertheless,
12: <laughs> uh you know we just keep we just keep digging.
1: Keep digging, absolutely. How about it, ladies and gentlemen, how about it for nine and Andy mitchner joining us here. We need to step away when we come back. Connor Daly gonna join us as well as Blake Hahn. Zach uh we already talked to Zach uh uh we've got uh oh, we got a list Everyone got a line here on us. Uh, David Gravel, Jonathan Beeson going to join us as well as Blake Hahn, Connor Daly. It is going to be a great show along the way. I want to remind you also, we're back here tomorrow night. Tomorrow night's guest list, Casey Kane, Brad Sweet, Brady Bacon, Tyler Courtney. Thomas Meserol, Tim McCready, Justin Algeier, Christopher Bell, and some more. So, we got a great show tomorrow night. We want you to join us here live in the River City Expo here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We need to step away. More from the Sage Fruit Chili Bowl Nationals Pit Party coming up next. <laughs> Fruit is a high-quality grower, packer, and shipper of Washington State's finest apples, pears, and cherries. The Sage Fruit Company has been attending the Chili Bowl for the last 20 years and has been a proud sponsor of Sprint Cars for the last 16. The Sage Fruit Company works to deliver an exceptional eating experience with its products and values our relationships with race fans, the Chili Bowl, and Wing Nation. Eat healthy. Ask for Sage Fruit at your local grocer. Since the
2: dawn of American industry, Drydeen was there as the country built its first roads, laid the blocks of its factories, and spanned rivers with new bridges and rails. Today, whether it's Drydeen's new all-technology line of engine oils, transmission and hydraulic fluids, greases, and Drydeen diesel all-deaf, we instill this heritage into every Drydeen product we make. Drydeen is a tradition of performance with 21st century technology. Drydeen. Official motor oil of the World of Outlaws and always American-owned and operated. Visit DryDean.com for more information. This is the Saves
4: Fruit Chili Bowl Nationals Pit Party by Winged Nation and Rip the Fence. Back to Steve Post, Dylan Welch, Tyler Burnett, and Hannah Newhouse.
1: All right, all right. We are having an absolute ball. We're glad you joined us here in the River City Expo. We're getting closer and closer to howl apps, and the anticipation is building here as we are set for tonight. It's John Christner Trucking Night here at the Chili Bowl. This is the Sage Fruit Chili Bowl Nationals pit party presented by RIP Defense and by Wing Nation. Want to mention a couple of other partners along the way here too. Uh, Hercules Tires, Dry Dean, National Sprint Car Hall of Fame, Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour, Weld Racing, Classic, and Screen Printing and Embroidery, and of course our friends at uh, Sage Fruit. Also want to make sure you mention if you like what we're doing right here and you want to see this racing action, right now I'll go to Racing Boys. They're doing the Pay-Per-View tonight, the Pay-Per-View tomorrow night and all day Saturday. So we have got the uh, pay from the Racing Boys along the way as well. Right there, the announcement, we can hear it in the background. They're calling the cars to the line. We're getting ready to go. And we've got another great couple of guests here joining us. Uh, driver out of uh, Indiana, Indy Car Racer, uh, making his way here to the Chili Bowl. Connor Daly's in the house. What's going on, man? How are you?
8: <laughs> oh, not too bad. How are you guys? I
1: am well. What in the wide world of sports made you decide to do this?
8: <laughs> Good question. <laughs> Um, I mean I, I I've been on a trend of just basically doing whatever I could do uh, lately and yeah. driving whatever's um, whatever's out there to drive and uh, pretty much the only thing left is an NHRA drag car. So I think that has to be next to really complete the spectrum. Wow. There we go. But uh, yeah. I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. I really don't know. <laughs> Hang on. I'm, I'm way enjoying this way more. <laughs>
1: this is cool. This really is cool. So we have a guy that we have to ask, what are you doing here? And we've got a guy that, well, this <laughs> we is the only I'm place here. he'd be. Blake Hahn joins us. Hey, man, how are you? Pretty good. Excited to be here. Oh, man, it is cool to see you. Uh, I, the Chili Bowl means so many things to so many different people. Of course, your grandfather's the founder of it. And Lanny Edwards founded this thing. What does the Chili Bowl mean to you? Um, Well, it's
3: pretty cool. I get to see a little different aspect than most people. I get to see the build go on, so um, it's a little different. But um, it's really cool to see all the hard work go into it. But um, I get to have the fun of being able to race it, too. But, um, you know, I grew up watching everybody race, and it was really excited. And I look forward to being able to race such an awesome race. And, you know, luckily here we are, and this is like our sixth or seventh year running it.
9: I know. That's a great mustache, by the way. I'm sure I'm right on. The I appreciate yeah. it. Incredible mustache. I knew you wanted to say it too, I, yeah, Connor. It's, it's I mean, Beason has a good one too. We're going to see
3: him in a little bit. Yeah. You guys kind of yeah. have
9: the, the matching stashes. Right. Yeah, that's nice. Take you to the front of the A and finished 11th last night, right?
3: Yeah, definitely not happy about that one, but we had a really good car throughout the night. We had a lot of speed early on, but, um, you know, just the wrong adjustments and a few too many mistakes that happens here. You know, um, with this stiff competition, it's really easy to be able to um, mess up and have guys advance on it. So, um, you know, a little disappointed about that, but, you know, just regroup for Saturday and see what we can do.
9: For sure. Connor Daly obviously is a great story this weekend. We've already talked about Andy Michener kind of having an Indy car background, he, but Andy Michener came from USAC. Connor hasn't been in an open wheel coming, you know, a a midget at all until the BC39 and then runs both the BC39 and the Chili Bowl Midget Nationals, the two biggest midget races there is. Don't you think you could have went to like a a local show or something (laughs) first before you did this?
8: Nope. Jump right into the deep end. That's what it's all about. I mean, I had Justin Allgaier literally just told me earlier, he's like, dude, you literally have chosen... Like to play in the NBA against Michael Jordan right away, and you're like a, and you're like 12 years old, and I'm like, oh, okay, well that's, that's that makes sense. So it's it's you know it's just cool to be here with with so many really talented drivers and and just an incredible group of teams. Obviously, I mean, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of incredible stuff here, and, and a lot of really incredibly talented people. And um, I mean, every night, I, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen this many races in uh, you know in a matter in a four night span. So it's it's been really cool to be here every night and just watch it all, and and uh, and then sort of participate myself a little bit
1: even though, <laughs> even though it was
8: only a C but it was it was still a lot of fun for me
1: yeah uh, you wait till Saturday you don't talk about racing oh my gosh <laughs> we're racing all day long Connor what are one or two things that maybe you didn't expect that kind of stand out that are just like huh I didn't see that or didn't think about that what are what are a couple of things about driving the midget car
8: I think it's just how every time you go on the track the, uh, the track is different so that you know it, it's changed a little bit there's you know the conditions have changed slightly whether it's um, you know, a little bit slick, or whether it's uh, you know really grippy. From what I seem to understand, and it's it's just it's it's trying to figure out uh, do the opposite of what I've done for 17 years. You know wow. what I mean, it's drive drive in a completely different fashion. Um, it really is that different. You know, I, I went from driving an IndyCar car to a NASCAR, which is which is very very different, and I I was like crazy. You know, it was wild the differences there. But this is like triple that how different it is from what I grew up. So. Um, it's an incredible driving sound and it's it's like really fun like if you start to really understand it like i was sort of getting it in in, in my you know last few laps of the sea la- yesterday but it was like <laughs> when you when you do get it and you're like going side by side and you're trying to figure out how to make these moves on on the other guys it's 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 actually really enjoyable and it's it's a cool um, you know it's a cool thing to try and figure out so i i've enjoyed it it's just it all happened so fast, and it's like, it's over already? Like, You've got to be kidding me. Like, I want to just, like, put, let's go again. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's something that I hope I can do again and, and just continue to try and get better at.
9: Of course, the voice you just heard is Connor Daly. Blake Hans with us, who I, I guess I would consider you a wing guy, right? You race ASCS, um, and, and Kevin Swindell had a tweet last night saying, the wing experience has been helping guys in a midget. Do you agree with that? Oh. I mean, do, do you oh. think that wing racing helps?
3: hundred percent, you know, I'm, I'm lucky enough. I get to race 50 to 60 times a year and uh, 50 of them with a wing sprint cars. So I'm getting to see a lot of different tracks and I think that's making it where I'm, I can be a little more versatile and jump into different little scenarios. Like you said, you got to adapt to the track uh, surfaces, So. You know, I've been to a lot of tracks where it's hammered down, and I've been to a lot of tracks where it's dry. So I really think the wing car really helps it out, and being able to be in a seat that often, it definitely helps too. But um, I've been trying to run a lot more midget stuff also, and I've been getting about eight or ten of those this year, and uh, I think that really helps us being able to get more comfortable in our car, and then being able to bring the stuff we learned from the wing car back to the midgets, really helping us.
1: For sure, Blake. One of the things I love about dirt track racing is that. Here and, and wherever we go race, we don't practice for six hours. You know, you've practiced for three laps How long does it take you whether it's jumping from the sprint car to the midget or going to a new racetrack or whatever? It is how long does it take you like a half a lap or whatever? It is how long does it take you to to kind of start to get that feel and to get that get that comfort level for what you're getting ready to do?
3: I mean I really feel comfortable from the get-go But I yeah. mean I'd say to get in the hang of things it's probably a couple laps to get back into the rhythm of things You know, but you know at the shoot I ran five different classes So I was running non-wing with a wing, and then I even jumped to a modified. So I was running different things, but I really try not to take keep them differently. I just try to make them all the same, and just try to act yeah. like compare things and keep them all the same. But you know, the cars are all pretty the same. Everything that I drive, at least. So um, you know, it's just um, I don't know everything we get into. I just kind of try to picture it as being my car and not really thinking of it as anything different.
9: Yeah, for sure, Connor. Um, you said something that kind of intrigued me. You said I haven't got an NHRA car yet, but I guess that's coming <laughs> close. Um, do you have sort of a bucket list is that are you trying to get <laughs> as many cars as you can i mean are, you, are your motorcycles next or what's going on here no i am
8: not two wheels at all i i am very unskilled on two wheels but uh but i i mean i don't know I, my career's obviously gone really interesting ways it's been super zigzaggy and uh, and all over the place and you know i've been very lucky to do a lot of different things and uh you know compete in you know 580 500s now and hopefully six this year but uh but uh, it's, it's obviously a very difficult business environment and everyone knows that. So I'm just sort of, you know, I don't have, uh, you know, a, a big support group behind me, but, we, you know, there's if there's certain events that, that are going to be, you know, provided, like, you know, Bird Racing, all the guys, David Bird, Jonathan Bird, that have made this happen for me, you know what I mean, which is, is really cool, then I'll take it, you know what I mean? I think as a driver these days in this current environment, it's so difficult to go racing because of the whole financial aspect that, if you have a chance to do something it doesn't matter what it is you just got to do it because it's always better to be on the track in anything than off the track so i think if you're out of sight you're out of mind and if you're doing something it's better than uh than sitting at home you know trying to call people that'll tell you
1: that they don't have nine million dollars yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go yeah, yes. for, sure. for sure yes well pocket cheese for some folks right <laughs> exactly guys we appreciate the time connor great story. Great great hanging out. Great meeting Thank you along you. the way here. It's been really cool. Yeah. Uh, and uh, best of luck on Saturday when you get back to uh, climb aboard for, the for Z main or something. For yeah. the Z- <laughs> <laughs> I,
14: don't even,
1: I don't think there's a uh, yeah, that's there we go, That's good. There we go. <laughs> Blake, it's always a pleasure. We chat with you all the time on Wing Nation. Good to see you racing here at the uh, Chili Bowl. We wish you the best on Saturday as you uh, start to move your way forward up into that A. Thank you, guys. We're looking forward to it for sure. How about it for Blake Hawn and Connor Daly joining us here on the stage. Yes, indeed. We need to step away. We've got more of the sage fruit pit uh, party here from the Chili Bowl coming up in just a moment. Sage Fruit is a high quality grower, packer, and shipper of Washington State's finest apples, pears, and cherries. The Sage Fruit Company has been attending the Chili Bowl for the last 20 years and has been a proud sponsor of Sprint Cars for the last 16. The Sage Fruit Company works to deliver an exceptional eating experience with its products and values our relationships with race fans, the Chili Bowl, and Wing Nation. Eat healthy. Ask for Sage Fruit at your local grocer. Citywide
4: to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go.
5: Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. To learn more, visit HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength.
4: Welcome back to the Sage Fruit Chili Bowl Nationals Pit Party by Winged Nation and Rip the Fence. Here are Steve Post, Dylan Welch, Tyler Burnett, and Hannah Newhouse.
1: Ah, uh, the anticipation is building as we get set for the Thursday night portion of the Chili Bowl here from the River City uh, River Spirit Expo Center in Tulsa. Uh, this is Winged Nation and Rip the Fence. It's the Sage Fruit Pri- uh, Chili Bowl Nationals pre-race pit party. Dylan Welch joining us here now in the booth from Rip the Fence as well, and uh, joining us a uh, couple real interesting stories as well going to start down uh start down next to you dylan um we were just talking to a couple of us brian holbert and a couple other people i say who's a, who's who's a good local guy who's a good story we could talk about a wheel man and he said you need to talk to jonathan Beeson, who joins us hey man how are you good to see you hey good thanks for having me good to see you great to have you here and then uh, a wheelman that we talk about and two a lot on wing nation who is locked into the a main david gravel joins us hey man how are you
14: i'm doing good guys thanks for having me i guess
1: me. you are doing good how are you doing good David, wow. I mean, you were wheeling that car last night. It has got to feel like such a relief, a weight off your shoulders to know that you're in that A main on Saturday night.
14: Uh, yeah, for sure. You know, last year I left a lot of confidence, mission to show by one spot, and uh, we're just looking again better position on my prelim night, and we're able to do that and take advantage of it. So. Happy our plan worked out. Well, and David,
5: there's obviously a transition coming from the wing cars to the midgets. And I think it it probably took you, you know, a couple years just to kind of really feel like you could, you know, compete for a a lock-in position. Uh, Was it worth kind of the struggles initially of of kind of getting adapted to the midgets and, you know, to have it all pay off last night?
14: Uh, For sure. You know, I bounced around a lot. Uh, It's my fifth Chili Bowl, but in four different cars. So, um, uh, Jonathan's been fast here the past several years, but he's been in the same car. I feel like that's a big, big help, you know, uh, and I felt like it was for me. The first practice session on Monday night, I felt really good and felt comfortable. So uh, I think that's a big part of it, and I'm um, with a really good team, with really good equipment, and good guys working on it. So I just got to do my part, and luckily we were able to do that. Well, and your teammate Brady Bacon obviously locked in on Monday. Did that help you guys at all, whether from a setup perspective or, or things that you and Brady talked about? Uh, me and Brady talked a lot, of, uh, you know, throughout the night, you know, what lanes are uh, the best for uh, that time being But um, I think our setups might be a little bit different between us just because we're different drivers And he has so much more experience in a midget uh, i probably run a little bit freer of a car where he has a little bit of tighter of a race car, so um, it, it worked for both of us. Uh, we changed uh, shocks throughout the night and the uh, car got better, so uh, You know, hopefully we keep gaining
1: on it Jonathan um we're talking about David Gravel runs ninety some races for the World of Outlaws here at the Chili Bowl. Not as many races for you. You've really how many races are you running this year? You've really scaled back, to, to, devoting to the family business. I understand. How many races do you run, and, and how do you select where you're going to race?
15: Well, the most importantly for me is kind of making it easy for me to get to the races. I think I counted ran thirteen races this year in the midget, so at least I had the races in the car, unlike David did. But uh, mostly it's close. I got invited to the. Gateway race, which is nice, and get a little tune-up before we come here. But yeah, you know, I have like a couple hours, about as far as I want to go. Right. We got to work Saturdays at, at our business, and uh, you know that's more importantly. But the racing is still important to me in my heart. You know, it's what I grew up doing.
1: Your your business, your landscaping is that? We what you... we sell lawn equipment. We lawn equipment. We got, okay. Well, Saturday morning, come on over. There we go. Saturday's the big day. That's for sure. How? Uh, Somewhere along the way, you had to make that decision between a real job and racing. How, how difficult was that? And how rewarding is it to still get to race a little bit anyhow?
15: Yeah, I mean, it was difficult because, I mean, you know, I loved it, but I knew I wasn't going to make a living doing yeah. it, and my parents had a good business for me to, to step into, and, and that's most important. And then I had family, a uh, little boy, and now <laughs> we got two boys, and we got another one on the way, so... Oh, my gosh. That, uh, that changes things a lot, too, and we enjoy doing things with the kids, so there's times where it's like, I need a break from the race. And a, yeah. when you look at a guy like David that's running you know, 100 races a year or any of those guys, I don't think I can do it.
5: Well, and you, uh, you got to run the shootout a couple weeks ago. And I think I saw on Twitter that you rolled in with your car and, like, one tire and a wheel wrench and about one I mean, one of the best races I've ever seen <laughs> in this feature he was in and, and about won the shootouts. So, I mean, that it probably helps, too, that uh, you had some laps here before you got on track in the Yeah,
15: midget. last year I didn't race it, and I didn't have very good results here at the Chili Bowl. So I was like, well, I'm going to try it again. And, well, I thought I'd get rid of bad luck. You know, I to shoot out and have good luck here, but of course I had a good run. But, yeah, it, it was fun. It just getting laps here, period, is what counts.
5: Does that, I mean, do this, does it really help that much? I mean, the micros and midgets are, are different. Does it help just to have laps here?
15: I think, I don't know, obviously I did had a pretty good run Tuesday night, but they don't drive anywhere anywhere near each other. So, uh, I, I don't know. I think more than anything is like keeping an eye on the track, seeing what the track does with all the cars
1: on it. And, where I can make the right decisions, you know, heat race qualifier feature here. David, um, what I was marveling, i was thinking about last night. We know you're a badass world of outlaw sprint car driver. Okay, we get that. But for a driver to be good in multiple disciplines, that kind of puts, to me, puts you in, in an elite class, elite category. How much, How how much? even though you do it once a year, is there extra pride that this is different than what I do? You, you go to a World of all race, Race, and you expect to do what you did last night. You expect to transfer in, start up front, one for the win. How much pride is there in, in coming into something like this, something totally different, and being able to, to, to show off your skills?
14: Uh, yeah, no, there's definitely pride in that. You know, uh, Kyle and Christopher Bell, you know, kind of were – Running all different kinds of cars uh, all over the country, and my path just ended up being in wing sprint cars. So, uh, definitely, I'd like to prove a point that uh, I'm capable of adapting to uh, different cars. And, uh, you know, it took me a couple years, but, you know, those guys have been a little bit spoiled running for (laughs) Keith for the last, like, seven years. So, uh, I'm I'm with a good team now, and hopefully, uh, we can run with them on Saturday
1: you i i want to get this in we're about five minutes out i want to get this in you're with a good team and you're with a good team of the world of outlaws you're wearing your jason johnson shirt what did that mean uh earlier this week when it was announced that jason is going to be inducted into the national sprint car hall of fame
14: well it's pretty cool obviously he's a dominant force in ascs racing sure. so uh, uh pretty much un- unmatched uh, with anybody else so uh for my my boss and, and their family <laughs> yeah. uh to be in the hall of fame is awesome you know what i mean uh Hopefully one day I could get there, but uh, definitely uh, shows what all he did in the sport was recognized. And uh, if anybody wants to be a car owner and a driver, you know, everybody wanted to be like Jason Johnson or, or a, like a Brian Brown. So uh, they're first class, they didn't come from much, and he built a, a small empire in sprint car racing. So. Um, if you want to be like Jason Johnson, it's, it's a pretty good deal. No doubt.
5: And, David, it's always interesting to me, and Steve kind of talked about it, about the transition from, from wing sprint cars to midgets. You know, you see guys like Christopher or like Kyle that have the wing sprint car background, they jump in the midgets. Is there anything at all that translates between those two cars that, that has helped kind of speed up your learning curve in the midget at all?
14: Man, I don't know if there's anything that translates. They're just so different. You know, it's uh – You know wing sprint car you kind of want to keep the tires underneath you But these it seems like you always got to keep the tires spinning to a certain degree and uh, you're really never full throttle uh, much here So, um, I don't know if much translates. I think it just uh, Racing on dirt and then watching the track progress and 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 know what know what the track's gonna do uh, If the tops fast in the beginning, maybe the bottom comes in later, you know, just kind of knowing those things But other than that man, it's just so different. Um, you sit in the cars like you're crammed up in there i gotta have my wheel really flat you know uh you know there's just a lot of little things that are different but uh i think just racing on dirt is, is
1: a help indeed yes absolutely no doubt about it jonathan when you uh you you, you raced uh, earlier in the week and got yourself close you're, you're in pretty solid shape along the way what do you look for what do you watch in these in these nights between now and saturday when you get to go back out again I'm going to just watch the track. You know, we went down in the infield after the feature and just kind of
15: walked the track, see what the track looked like and what they did and, and watch what they're doing right now. And then uh, look at tires, see what tires wear. I had a yeah. little tire wear problem Tuesday night, but I think I used it up coming through the field. But uh, just just watch, try and relax, not think about it too much. Right.
5: Being a local guy, how much does this race mean to you?
15: I mean, a lot. Of, I mean, Bell is, you know, now, next to Andy, with uh, being the only only and I've got a prelim night win here. But uh, you know, I think uh, it's in the in, in our grass. So those guys are
1: gonna have to stumble. You know, but uh, I got to make it to the future first, though. So. There we go no doubt about it he mentions andy andy Hillenberg, and christopher bell the oklahoma natives that have won this race bell the two-time and reigning champ guys we certainly wish you the best david uh so much fun to watch you last night congratulations on locking in we wish you the best on saturday
14: yeah thank you guys
1: jonathan the same you got a little bit of work to do we wish you the best in getting there and uh, can't wait to see what you have on saturday thank you how about it jonathan Beeson and david gravel joining us here for the party that's right yes absolutely great group of fans here hanging out with us and talking about it and uh, dylan we 're just uh, we 're just a little bit away from it we 're just about wrapped up here it's uh they're getting they 're pushing cars by us in front of hot us we' racing for hot laps along the way All right, so what are you watching tonight what are you what are you looking at? What are you watching here
5: same thing those guys mentioned just uh you know how the track's changing and, and the track really has uh, has been different every single night you know sometimes there 's been a little more moisture in it sometimes. It was slick, like on my prelim night, you know, it was really slick through the middle. So it changes every night. You just watch how guys get around here. You watch how the fast guys move around, what they do, how they're positioning their car, and uh, it all helps when you get back in on Saturday.
1: Boy, I cannot wait to see what you do. Can't wait to see what everyone does. Hey, we've got a great show coming up tomorrow. We've got Casey Kane, Brad Sweet, Brady Bacon, Tyler Courtney, Thomas Mesereau, Tim McCready, Justin Allgaier, Christopher Bell. On Saturday, we're going to be at 6 Eastern, 5 local time. Kyle Larson, Rico Abreu, Darren Pittman, Chase Briscoe, Sammy Swindell. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Jerry Coons Jr., and a whole lot more. We need to again remind you, racing boys, right now, go get their pay-per-view. As soon as we go off the air, they're coming on with pay-per-view coverage here tonight of the Chili Bowl, and you can get it through the rest of the weekend. Our friends at MAV-TV take over on Saturday night, but we really appreciate the racing boys and appreciate them helping stream this across the globe, across the world, on our Facebook Live pages. And the most important in all, though, we thank Sage Fruit. Thanks everyone here at the Chili Bowl. But more important than all of that, we thank you for joining us here. What a great group of guests we had. Jonathan Beeson, David Gravel, Zach Dom, Blake Hahn, Cole Bodine, Connor Daly, Tanner Thorson, Andy Michener, Logan CV, Dave Darland, For Tyler Burnett, for Dylan Walsh, for Hannah Newhouse, I'm Steve Post. Thanks for joining us here this today. This has
4: been the Sage Fruit Chili Bowl Nationals Pit Party by Winged Nation and Rip the Fence. For more Dirt Talk, check out Winged Nation and Rip the Fence on your favorite podcast platform. The Sage Fruit Chili Bowl Nationals Pit Party by Winged Nation and Rip the Fence is a production of the Motor Racing Network, all rights reserved.
14: We're always driving to dance lessons. So we signed up for Know Your Drive. We save money and get closer to her dancing dreams
7: the daring young man on the flying trapeze
14: or maybe her singing dreams sign up for know your drive and save up to 20 percent american family insurance insure carefully dream fearlessly
12: products not available in every state discount terms apply visit amfamcom slash know your drive for details american family mutual insurance company si and its operating company 6000 american parkway madison wisconsin